Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Wrestle Life Radio and the roundtable discussion on empty arena shows. I am here with my lovely wife, Carol. Hi. And my lovely sister-in-law, Riley. Hello. And I'm here with these lovely ladies. How many times can I say lovely in 10 seconds? To talk about the feel of the show, of these empty arena shows, how long they can last, the ethics behind them. We're going to kind of dive deep. This roundtable shouldn't take too long, but uh, I think we should have some pretty good conversations. So, as you all know, we've had empty arena shows, or no fan shows, whatever you want to call them, for the last couple weeks now. AEW's first show was, they knocked it out of the park, is the general consensus. Um, The second show was still good, but maybe a little lackluster for an AEW show. And WWE's really been struggling because they haven't had a lot of matches on their shows. They've been showing a lot of replays. Um, and then again, that's my opinion. I'm fixing to ask the girls what their opinion is, but again, that's the general uh, consistent, the general consensus. So, with everything going on in the world, you know, we want to talk about how they went, and uh, again, the ethics behind them. So, Carol, I'm going to ask you the first question, then I'll let you both both speak. So, question number one: How do you feel from an entertainment value standpoint that WWE and AEW have pulled off these shows? Well, my answer is pretty short. Uh, AEW good, WWE bad. Right. So, um, why do you think that is? I think, I mean, something that you know, probably gonna talk about, but my biggest issue with WWE are these surprise flashbacks that are half the show, right? Um, and unannounced and unannounced. Uh, so it's like they're trying to be sneaky, and I don't like that. So that's the biggest issue, uh, that I have, and I can be nitpicky about lots of other little things, but that to me is the big glaring problem. Okay. Um, AEW has done a good job of providing entertainment, um, facing what's going on, but at the same time giving us an escape from it by providing as, as much normalcy as they can. Okay. Uh, so I think those are, from my perspective, big things in their favor. Okay. What do you think, Riley? Um, I agree with Carol about both of those. I think SmackDown is doing a better job than Raw. Um, I think AEW is doing the best out of all of them. I watch NXT as well. And so last week, NXT was just, I mean, Champa and Gargano, their story, they were just talking in chairs the whole entire time. Um, So it was pretty boring. I stopped watching it about 30 minutes in. And this week, I just finished watching it, actually. And it was pretty good. The wrestling matches were actually really good, too. Um, So I think the entertainment was better this week um, with NXT. Uh, AW this week was was good. But um, it did lack a little something. Last week was definitely better with the people in the audience. Um, But, yeah. So, do you think that Raw and SmackDown, since they've been putting on these old matches, do you think that we're going to get to a point of where that's all that Raw and SmackDown are? I think if they're going to do that, they need to be honest about it. Um, because they're not even giving you... I think one show gave us the card for the night. Yep. They said, we're going to we're gonna have this and this, and then we're going to flash back to an old match, and then we're going to have this. And I was like, well, that's cool. Give us the rundown. Let us know what's happening. Um, But all the other shows, I feel like, I say all the other, I think there's been three uh, Mm -hmm. Raws and Smackdowns besides that one, that they just sort of, they just spring it on you. They, they give no, no heads up at all. Um, So I think if they're going to do that, 
they need to tell us up front, hey, tune in next week for Raw. We're going to give you the whole show is going to be this. And I don't know. I feel like at least let people have time to process and go, well, yeah, okay, that could be fun. I'll turn it on at least rather than I'm I'm sitting down to watch something and now it's not what I was expecting to be seeing at all. So I'm going to tune out or I'm going to hang around and wait and then find out that nothing new is coming. It's all old stuff. That makes me feel cheated out of my two or three hours. Um, Raw definitely needs to move to two hours if they're going to do that, which won't happen. Um, so yeah, I think it's possible, but I sure hope that they would be straight up and upfront about it. Yeah. Um, I think if it goes any longer than what is anticipated with all this stuff going on, I think that it could go back to all flashback shows for them. I could see them doing that. Now, NXT actually has a little bit of a base because they have been running for a couple years. AEW doesn't. So what do you think AEW could do if it comes to a point where they literally aren't allowed to wrestle anymore? Oh, man. I don't know. I guess put on their like past pay-per-views, try and do that as long as they could. Uh, I don't know. That would really hurt them, I think. Yeah, that or either running like, you know, put together a bunch of video packages and interview people from, you know, distance type thing. So at least you're kind of providing something sort of like what NXT did is just interviews and let's sit down and talk about stuff. And Maybe even like a live Skype interview. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's something they're providing some content, you know, they're not losing their spot. Right. So. Okay. All right. Now I'm going to ask kind of a deep question and we're going to go into it. So Carol... From an ethics standpoint, should WWE and AEW keep putting on these shows? What point does it become too dangerous for the workers and for the staff? Okay, so two AEWs ago, Dynamites ago, we had our first no-fan show, but they brought some of the wrestlers out to sit ringside. And that was cool because you still had that background noise of people talking and they were like heckling each other on and they were betting. And it was it was cool because it added that element of live fans. Last week or this week, uh, two days ago, we had no yesterday. We had nobody at ringside, really. There was one or two people. Um, you know, Brandy was out there, but she was announcing and whatever. But so no real fans because in Jacksonville we have moved to no groups of, of 10 or more. Correct. So they're trying to be in line with that. Um, but see, saying that, the thing is, there's more than 10 people. So there might be 10 people out there on camera at the moment, but there's more than 10 people behind, you know, the behind the scenes, backstage, and then those people are going to come out and get in the ring that other people were just in. So really, you're, you're not... You're, you're visually, you're keeping to the 10 people rule, but in practice, you're not actually. So it's, it's an issue of, I think it's kind of a, how it looks um, versus reality. reality. So it's, it's kind of like, what are we actually, what are we doing? So I guess what I would say is if, I don't know. I I think I want to say yes. It's 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 problematic. Um, I also want to say they should be able to decide. 
if they're not being told by somebody higher than them you can't do it, then they should be able to decide for themselves. Um, I don't know. I. It's a hard question. It's a okay. really hard question. Bradley, what do you think? Um, I agree with you. And with the whole them deciding thing, um, it, it should be them deciding whether – I don't know. Like if somebody's waving money in front of them, like, hey, you can wrestle and get this money or you cannot wrestle and you just won't get paid. Like, I think that's another ethics type of thing there. It's like, okay, well, I guess I will wrestle. I'll put I'll put myself at risk um, just to get paid. So I'm hoping that they're doing something behind the scenes where they're saying, hey, look, if you can't wrestle, we'll give you some money. Stay home, you know. I don't know. That's a hard His, one. Historically, wrestlers don't get paid unless they work. Um, I'm not sure how AEW contracts are. Usually with WWE, you have some sort of guarantee, and then you get paid additionally for each match that, that you work. Um, I think another fear is like Rey Mysterio, Dana Brooke, and Marco Stunt all were quarantined. and That encompasses both companies. All were quarantined because they may have coronavirus. And the issue is if it takes, what? It takes two weeks, I think, to appear in your body, right? Well, all three of them were interacting with other wrestlers during that two-week period. Or let me say, I know Ray and Marco were. I'm not sure if Dana Brooke was or not. But that, that, it's hard because we love wrestling, right? We want it to continue to go on. But I think reality is the best thing to do is to stop it. And I don't want to say that, and I hate saying that because I don't want it to happen, but I think the best thing to do is to say, you know what, we can't have these people here anymore. If one person gets infected, you know, I'm not sure if coronavirus spreads via sweat or blood, but because I am I have not done any research in that, but if it does, I think it's really fair to say it should definitely stop. So I don't know, as, as both of you said, it is, it is very difficult, but I don't know. I mean, plus, you have like with uh, Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler and Jake Roberts and mm. you know all the older guys out there. Yeah. It, it, this is a real risk. Coronavirus is a real risk yeah. for older people. Yeah, and in all, everybody has family. So all of the even the younger wrestlers they have family, and you know, do they continue working but keep themselves away from their family to reduce the risk of passing anything on? I don't know. So. Hmm. It's a hard question. Hmm. So, Riley, let's say that WWE and AEW continue this on. They're going to keep moving on, keep on trucking. If they continue putting on these shows and the virus gets worse, will they receive bad press? Um, I do think so because it's like it's putting the people that work for you at risk just so... I don't know because they're, they're saying that it's... For everybody's entertainment in such a terrible, dark time. Um, but then again, they're also making money off of this, too. So it's like, okay, they're. I feel like they would get bad press. I mean, there are so many different opinions out there. I think that they'll get positive and they'll get negative reactions towards it. But I think the negative is going to outshine and they're going to get bad press for it if they keep on doing this. And the virus gets worse, definitely. Okay, honey. This is a hard question for me to answer without saying this, which is that I think at some point the American public are going to get kind of tired of this. 
of things getting worse and worse and restrictions getting more and more strict and losing more and more access to things. So I think bad press from the media, but I think from the fan base, people are just going to start to, I don't know. And I, I, I think that paints us in a bad light. The public, I don't mean to do that. I just mean, I think at some point the public's going to say, okay, look, I'm losing everything and I'm kind of tired of it. So let them wrestle. If they're willing to wrestle, I want to watch it. Exactly. Um, I don't mean to speak for everybody, but that's what I kind of think. And I, I just, I, I, I see people having that attitude about it a month from now when they say, okay, I'm tired of losing things. I would like to keep this, please. So if they're willing to wrestle, I'm willing to watch. Uh, but that's just my thoughts. That's, that's my feelings. Now I have seen a lot of people in the public comment, Hey, you need to worry about the safety of your wrestlers. And this isn't from media, which was really surprising to me, but I I mean, I guess people feel really strongly and I've seen enough people say that where I'm like, Hmm. Yeah. And that's true. More people say that without commenting it on Facebook, like that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. But Mm -hmm. so honey, once we get to the end of this, and we get through the coronavirus, will these wrestling brands, so WWE and AEW, will they be stronger or weaker assuming they continue to wrestle? I think it depends on if they pay attention. So, Riley, you just mentioned that, you know, you're seeing people saying, hey, you should be more concerned about your people. Well, if they choose to listen, um, I think... And I know what I just said, but kind of in contrast to that, um, I think it would be better for them in the long run to kind of shut it down and then come back strong later than it would be to eke out right now to kind of hang in there against people saying, hey, you should stop or, hey, the numbers are getting higher and we're getting more and more concerned. Um, I think so. I know what I just said, and that sounds contrary to that. But in the long run, the long run answer is I think it would be better for them to kind of either shut it down or move to a long distance Skyping type of a type of a thing, turn it into a turn it into more of a talk show, you know, which yeah. is not what it is. That's not what wrestling is, despite what Miz would like you to believe. Right. Uh, but yeah, I I think long term, um, especially if if WWE continues what it's doing, um, you have to listen. I, I think you have to listen. And if they want to play old stuff, play old stuff, but tell us that's what you're going to do um, up front. That would be good. I think that would be better for them uh, than to continue to kind of what, what, what is tonight going to be? Is it going to be this or that? I don't know. Okay. So is the brand going to be stronger or weaker when it's done? When this is all done, if they continue to put on shows, mm-hmm. I don't know. Being only two weeks into it, I would say AEW is doing a good job. But if the fans are saying, hey, we don't like it that you're exposing your people to this chance, AEW says we listen to the fans. So if they don't listen, then bad, I think. Okay. Yeah. I think it depends because obviously there aren't going to be like – all of the wrestlers, there's not going to be 100% of the wrestlers to choose from to make matches. Mm. So just like, I mean, we've seen with AW's show this past week. I mean, I didn't necessarily like Cody's match uh, matchup 
uh, I think it was a little bit weird. And I think it was just kind of because that's, that might've been all they had. Um, but that's just my opinion. Uh, other people might've liked it a lot. So I feel like it could hurt in that sense where there are fewer wrestlers to choose from and to make matches with. So honestly, I do agree with you, Carol. I think that it might be best for them. Like if it does end up going a lot longer than we're thinking, then they should probably just stop the matches, maybe do a couple. But I think I like the idea of them having kind of like the talk show, like, interviews and stuff like that kind of filler stuff and then come back really strong at the like Mm. end and if fans don't like that I mean I I don't know I feel like the payoff would be way better in the end if you just kind of wait it out and not do as many matches even though the fans some fans might get a little bit agitated I think the payoff would be a lot Mm. better so before we we get to the last question that I sent you guys I'm gonna throw y'all a curveball here WrestleMania is being pre-taped this year. Uh, It was taped today and it will be taped tomorrow. Uh, We're recording this on, or excuse me, it was taped yesterday and today. Because as of today, Thursday, March 26th, there is a stay-at-home order in Orlando. So they can no longer wrestle in the Performance Center. They are taped up to the Raw after WrestleMania, which that's a week from Monday. My question is, should that happen... Will we see more of the, I don't know if you guys saw, like the House of Horrors match between Bray Wyatt and uh, Randy Orton, or the Ultimate Deletion, or Final Deletion, whatever it was called, between Matt and Jeff Hardy. If you didn't, it's almost like a movie. Like, for example, with Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt, they went through a house, and they had a cameraman, and they basically destroyed Bray Wyatt's house. Um, Everything was really dark, it was spooky, and it looked like it was on a set. And uh, they've had Matt and Jeff Hardy have fought at the Hardy compound. If you guys watched the Free the Delete recently, um, they had a match there where Jeff did a swanton bomb out of the top of a tree. So will we see stuff like that where it's not technically in an arena? Will we see matches that are perhaps, you know, that look like short movies? Will we see more things like being the elite that we haven't really seen a whole lot of not hardly any of actually on dynamite. Like, are we going to keep having matches after that or how is it going to look? And I'll let you go first, Riley. Um, that would be pretty cool. I mean, if that's the only thing that they could do, it would put it in a different scene. Um, I don't know. I think it'd be refreshing to see that actually. I would hope that they would do something like that. Honey. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, and the reason I asked this question is because the rumor is that uh, The Fiend and John Cena are going to have that type of match at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And The Undertaker and AJ Styles, both. They're supposed to have like these weird, not-in-the-arena matches. Yeah. And I'm just wondering if you think they'll continue to do that. Yeah, because like, stay-at-home orders, if that's in Orlando, and you know we've, we've heard rumors in Jacksonville, and um, in that case, you have... You have to call it. You have to call it. Yeah. You know? Um, so, yeah. I mean, something like that could be interesting. I like what you said, Riley. Refreshing. Um, it could it could be good for the brand. Uh, something different. Okay. And then final question. And, honey, I'll let you answer this one first. 
how long can these empty arena shows go on? Do they have an expiration date? Are people going to get tired of seeing them? Um, I mean, again, it's a matter of what's happening in the city and where they're doing it. If they're doing it in a city where we have a stay-at-home order in place, then it shouldn't be happening. Um, but if that's not the case, and the question is purely, will people get tired of this? I think the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to get boring. Um, AEW put in uh, a really awesome show two weeks ago, and last this week was great too, um, but not as great. Um, it was good. I really enjoyed it. It just was different. We'll, we'll get into this in the review show. Yeah. I think it was a good show, but as an AEW show, I think it was okay. Yeah, it was like okay. Me and mediocre yeah. for an AEW show because they've all been very impressive. So if that's going to be the trend, then you know you. I think you're going to come to a point where it might be just not as exciting and people, I don't know, might just get bored. I'm already done with WWE until this is over. And it's yeah. not all their fault. Obviously, none of this is their fault. Um. It's just not, it's not engaging. I'm, I'm not engaged. It's, I don't know. So I think, yeah, I think you do get to a point where you go, okay, this isn't working. We're going to have to come up with something else to fill the time. Yeah, I agree completely with Carol. I think it's going to get old. Um, and I think it might get old more quickly than, <laughs> than um, like, I like to imagine that I'd be okay with it for a good bit of time. But I think that I might get like kind of bored with a lot of the stuff, um, especially, I mean, there's not as much free reign, so it's going to be so hard and constricted. Um, yeah. Also, I feel like fans won't get into it as much just because they won't be expecting to go see it live or like, I think merch sales might go down um, just because they won't get to wear their, their merch places and to the shows i don't know i think i think it's gonna definitely have an expiration date okay and i know i said that was the last question but i'm gonna actually throw you guys one more we're not we're, we're barely over 22 minutes so um carol i'll let you answer this one first since the shows even though they're kind of live there's no one in the crowd so they can kind of do things creative so not whether we liked it or not Matt Hardy teleported all around Daly's place yesterday. Um, could we see more of wacky things like that? Or perhaps, you know, in WrestleMania, it's all pre-taped and there's no fans. They could just stop the match in the middle and go, Matt, Powerbomb looked kind of crappy. Why don't you try it again? Well, I mean, you make it sound like they only were able to do that with Matt Hardy because it was pre-taped. What do you mean by that? Oh, I guess he, I guess he is magic. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, should we could we see more of that? Yeah. Uh, sure. I mean, why not take advantage? That's what I thought. I, I was like, sure, why not take advantage? Um, I think stopping to polish things is fine, but it's sort of like auto tuning, and then you get up in front of a live crowd and you can't actually sing. Right. So they probably don't want to go overboard with with stopping to polish things, but doing something creative is fun and it's different. Um, and it takes advantage of what's going on, and it gives them a, you know, makes it fresh. So I say, yeah, sure. What do you think, Riley? Yeah, same. I mean, I, I didn't think about it like that, because mainly whenever I saw that happen, I was just, oh, 
I thought it was hilarious. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yeah, that actually, would be actually, really cool. it, it, it wasn't hilarious. It was wonderful. <laughs> yes. Sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. No, it's fun. Um, I think, yeah, obviously, there's no crowd there. Do what you can to make it entertaining. If you're going to keep having these shows, I think it would be nice um, to see some camera effects and stuff. Uh, that was hilarious. Um, maybe. I don't know. I don't know how they would use it. I guess um, Matt Hardy would be a pretty funny person to use that with. Pretty cool person. But um, yeah. yeah, I could see that happening. Uh, the pre-taped, like, oh, I messed up. I need to redo it. I do agree with Carol with that. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't do that too much. But I, I, if you, if it like is a detriment to the match. Like, oh, we got to re-record that. Then, yeah, go ahead. But don't do it all the time. Okay. Okay, cool. Well, we're going to wrap up with that. And then I just want to let you all know that we will be having a full week's worth of episodes next week for WrestleMania. So make sure to tune in every day. WrestleMania is very important to us. Make sure to follow us on social media at WrestleLife Radio on Instagram and Facebook. WrestleLife Pod on Twitter. Share all of our episodes. Tell your friends this is this is our biggest week of the year. So please make sure if you want to support us, this is the time to do it. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at rest. Excuse me, Instagram and Twitter at WrestleLife Matt. Honey, where can we find you? Uh, Instagram and YouTube. Uh, Carol Sen C A R O L E S E N N, all one word, and also carolsen.wordpress.com. Okay. What about you, Riley? Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Rybugsen, R-I-B-U-G-S-E-N-N. And you can listen to us wherever you get your podcasts, including whatever you're listening to us on right now. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the roundtable for the Empty Arena shows. We hope you enjoyed it. Let us know what you think. And again, tune in next week for a whole week's worth of episodes for WrestleMania. Have a wonderful, wonderful Absolutely wonderful day.